Welcome to the Photo Up Podcast, the Photo Opinion Podcast. I'm Ben Lucas. And I'm Stuart Marlantis. And this is Photo Up, where we talk about all things photo and video. Uh, really quickly, our, our apologies for the delay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. Um, life has kind of gotten in the way, um, and then you went on a work trip, and then yes. you got covid and then yes. I got kind of busy, and then my house got COVID, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been just kind of nuts. Yep. Couple yep. of weeks. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm trying to get married next week as well, so you know, there's just like a million things going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, which uh, actually one of the topics that I think was on our list is uh, how to pick a wedding photographer. But yeah. Uh, yeah. we'll we'll see how well I do, and and then we'll talk about it. How's that? I will review Ben. <laughs> Stuart will give a live critique of his wedding photos no Uh, there will be no episode filmed at my wedding it's not work (laughs) no so um yeah that's that's kind of where we've been so welcome back past couple of weeks welcome back yay we're still here we are still here uh i know we fell off the map but uh no we have a couple of couple of great episodes coming to you over the next Mm -hmm. couple of weeks and we are closing in on a very special episode number 100 we're not not 100 sure what we're gonna do yet but uh we're we're do something special we we're gonna ideas. do something special so since it has been kind of such a long gap or delay since we've done our most recent episode we thought we would hit up what are what are all the things that have happened in photo uh industry news since the last time mm-hmm. last time we saw you lovely people and really quick we usually do a listener question here but we are saving a lot of them for its own dedicated episode coming up so don't worry we didn't forget to include your listener question in this episode we're gonna save all of those for the next one yep we we definitely got a few kind of over over the uh un unexpected break yes <laughs> uh, so so we'll be hitting all of those next week um but for this week here are the stories well not for this week for the past yeah for the past month, couple of weeks here, here are the things that have been happening <laughs> um the biggest topic probably uh the icon not making dslrs that's well, the big one right yeah for sure that uh, l- let's notch uh Record another notch in DSLRs are dying. <laughs> Mirrorless is taking over the world. Okay, no, no, no. But seriously, the the absolute biggest thing that's happened. The biggest thing, at least globally, is probably all of the stuff coming out of the James Webb uh, telescope. Absolutely. That has been extremely cool to see. Now, obviously, this is a podcast. Um, you, hopefully, you are watching us on YouTube. But um, I would encourage you, because we can't adequately describe... <laughs> these images you should look up what's happening with the james webb if you haven't already um there are five major new images that have come out of the james webb and there's been a lot of talk about um, comparing it with hubble and all sorts of uh technology that's included in the james webb that's uh, able to make these things happen but um the the most i think prominent one that we've seen so far is the deep field um so this is a very famous one i actually have a print a big glossy print of the Hubble deep field. Um, and now it looks very dim and boring <laughs> because the James Webb deep field is amazing. Okay. So, so talk to us a little bit about the deep, because this is super interesting tech that I still don't completely understand. Yeah, yeah for sure. So um, the deep field is a, a famous exposure that the Hubble telescope did. Um, it took, I believe about 22 days, um, which is Quite the exposure time. Yeah. Um, and what it's basically capturing is kind of the Hubble was pointed at a piece of the sky that looked black that like other telescopes 
it just looked like a black void. And we pointed the Hubble at that and exposed it for a really long time to see what we could see out there. And we could see tons of stuff, like all, you know, so many galaxies happening in this deep field. And because they're very, very far away, um, we're looking kind of, this isn't, I don't think this is the oldest view that we've seen on the universe, but it's one of them. It's certainly one of them. And so you can see all of these shining galaxies in what was to the naked eye or even to very powerful telescopes, just a black void. So it was this big moment for uh, astrophotography, I guess you could say. And with the new James Webb being so advanced, it was very quickly pointed at that exact same spot to see what it could see. And in 12 and a half hours instead of 22 days, it took an it took an exposure that not only has much higher resolution and much more detail, but much more vibrance. Um, it's a much lower noise. Like it makes uh, it, it makes the Hubble look like a cell phone camera versus like a new mirrorless uh in comparison so it's very exciting yeah the the other thing that i saw was crazy about this is um it's not just taking one exposure it's actually taking a variety of of exposures basically going through all the different kind of wavelengths of the light spectrum yeah, yeah. and then compositing them all together so that you can see all of the things that are happening um versus there are some phenomenon that can only be seen at certain wavelengths, certain wavelengths. yeah um so, yeah, this is just uh, really fascinating for just us as people, but especially us as photographers. Yeah. So definitely go check that out. Um, yeah. Uh, and fun fact cool. um, that I learned, uh, the people in charge of doing color correction on these exposures just use regular Photoshop. There's no, like, special software for the <laughs> for the James Webb or the Hubble. They just load this stuff into Photoshop, and that's what they do color correction with. So... Uh, yeah, if, uh, that's your little connection. If it's good enough for NASA, it's good enough <laughs> right. for me. One more thing on uh, the James Webb stuff that I thought was very funny um, is that the James Webb telescope stores its photos on a 68 gigabyte SSD, which <laughs> considering how many people complain about storage and SD cards being smaller with higher uh, with greater storage, I think it's uh, pretty quaint that this huge monumental uh camera so to speak uses a 68 gig ssd now i know that there's more to it than that it needs to be space hardened radiation hardened all that kind of stuff um but i thought that was pretty great because probably i'm not sure but i think the card in this recorder right now is at least 128 maybe 256 (laughs) gigs so yeah (laughs) well i mean also how many years ago did they have to launch that a few years ago because now it's finally in position so there's definitely a lag where but it's it's just funny how how fast that this stuff moves in the consumer space um, in comparison to something like that. So, Absolutely. Fun stuff. My, my, my dad needed a memory card for some video work that he's doing. And I was like, okay, well, if you can afford it, considering like the size and bit rate of stuff you're doing, mm-hmm. like this is probably what you want to get, but it might be. And I look it up and it's like $20 for that memory card. I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just get the big one. They're not as much as I thought they were. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, and one more thing in space before we move on, uh, NASA is not fully, but reducing the power on the Voyager probes. Um, these probes are, uh, the ones that you might be aware of that have the golden, uh, record on them, the kind of, uh, you know, they were sent out to go far beyond our solar system and ideally to another galaxy in tens of thousands of years. Um, and, uh, they are kind of the, they're sort of a, a time capsule of like humanity was here 
Like it has an etching, you know, this gold record has like an etching of human forms on it. It has music. It has all this other stuff. Um, they are unfortunately running out of power and uh, NASA is powering them down. Um, I would also encourage you to look up some photos that the Voyagers have taken uh, over time. Uh, there's some pretty incredible stuff there. It's not going to be as fancy as the James Webb, um, but it's uh, it's pretty cool stuff. And they're hoping that they can eke out a little bit more performance by about 2030. And then we don't expect to hear from the Voyager anymore. So, well, yeah. I mean, they've been going for 44 years now. Yep. So yep. that's, uh, that's a lot of, a so lot of space photography. Salute to the Voyager. Absolutely. <laughs> Lasted a lot longer than it was supposed to. Absolutely. Going from the absolute most magnanimous and incredible to the absolute mundane and freaking ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, you might know Instagram as a photography platform, but yeah. apparently Google says young people, uh, people age, what, what is it? 18, 18 to 24 are using Instagram and TikTok as search engines, Yeah, which is insane to me. I only use it as a search engine when I found a TikTok that I later want to refine. <laughs> Yeah, now now there is the caveat on this that uh that they're you know it's like 40% of them and they're using it to find a lunch I think was the search query but but please zoomers inform me if you're looking for a place to eat lunch wouldn't you want a place that has directions you know like Google Maps or hours maybe or hours like Google Maps yeah so <laughs> and I'm not sure like I was thinking about this story because at first this is very mundane and I think I even um yeah my my personal uh, show notes for this was was the phrase kill me now. Um <laughs> and uh I'd be a little bit hyperbolic but please tell me like is this um I want to believe that there's a positive reason for this and the only thing that I can think of is if a business has a strong visual presence on social media maybe that's something that people uh, people give more weight to over anything else where they're like, yeah, I could find hours. I could find their link through their profile or whatever, but I want to see pictures or videos of what they're making. Like what, in this case, lunch, what food they're making. Maybe that, that has so much of a draw for people that that's worth using Instagram and TikTok as a search engine. I'm trying to advocate a little bit for the Zoomer insanity here. And I just, that's all I can think of. So please inform me if, uh, if that is the case if just we need maybe, visuals maybe i just don't eat out enough i just yeah, i don't really either there, so. there could be that yeah i mean i'm basically turning feral like we've more or less <laughs> been stuck for like two two years i know everything's opening up and stuff but this most recent wave of literally everyone and my parents getting covid of just mm-hmm. like the the joke was gonna be everyone and your mom but uh <laughs> no literally um Ben, I hope ben you guys are, are okay. Ben and I are here emerging from the cave into the bright light, and uh, Zoomers are now using Instagram and TikTok in These our absence darn to search. whippersnappers. So, so what happened? I don't understand it. Uh, no, I am on TikTok. Uh, I don't have a ton of content up, but uh, I did a couple of uh, interesting uh, behind-the-scenes type things so uh you can go check that out speaking of tiktok there's another big story that i actually didn't uh note down because i think it happened like this morning or in the last day uh that um it's uh being heavily uh the u.s government's being heavily encouraged to block tiktok because it's being increasingly considered a national security risk so that's fun um (laughs) is it a national security risk in that it is mobilizing people to be involved in government and go vote i am not going to add any political commentary to that 
but I did think it was funny. <laughs> uh, okay, then moving on. <laughs> um, it isn't like we're being domestically spied on all the time by our own government and our own domestic companies no, at all. Definitely, no, it's not, not like that. Uh, so. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, um, Meta, uh, otherwise known as Facebook, to literally everyone, mm-hmm. Meta is a dumb name. Yeah, uh, that's. I think. There, I think. I think Zuckerberg has had a little bit too many yes men in his uh, in his business now, and Here's, he's starting to think a little bit too highly of his own grandiose metaverse ideas. Not not to get too <laughs> overly political, but here's what I'll say about it: when it comes to a person, I will not use their dead name. But when it comes to uh, a giant conglomerate like this who is just trying to rebrand because they've gotten some bad PR. No, no, you can't fool us, Facebook. <laughs> no. But ben, corporations are people. Uh, Yeah, just like Subway in that <laughs> episode of Community. Hi, I'm Subway. Um, <sighs> hashtag not sponsored. Um, so Meta is experiencing one of the worst downturns in recent history, which um, oh, my, no. my business is mostly on Facebook. Should I be concerned? No. No. I mean, apparently Zoomers are also using Instagram, which is a metaverse which is property. Which also owned by them. Yeah, so. like a ton. So, I mean, fine. Yeah, sure, there are probably people that, uh, as always happens with social networks, there are probably people that are either not joining or leaving Facebook to join the next big thing, which is apparently TikTok. Um, this is going to continue happening. I'm sure there's going to be something after TikTok and something after that, so on and so forth in you know, five to ten year increments. Um, I don't Vitical, think this is really surprising. vertical video hurts my soul. It does. I will never shoot it. <laughs> um, I I have been shooting it for TikTok, and and it pains me. Yeah, I will. I, I, you know, my eyes are not vertical. I will not shoot. <laughs> once once cinemas start going sixteen nine this way, okay, then I will. But until <laughs> then, you know, there's this really really easy thing you can do, which is just like do this. Turn your camera. Just turn it horizontally. Whoa. Yeah. yeah Crazy. No kidding. Anyway. Um, yeah. Sorry, Meta, but not sorry. Um, so next up in photo news, uh, Shutterstock, um, the stock photo company, is pulling a bunch of assets away from the Adobe stock because mm-hmm. they acquired Pond5. Yeah. So Pond5 is another uh, stock agency that you may or may not have heard of, um, but they were licensing a ton of stuff to Adobe stock. And when Shutterstock bought them, they said, nope. Yep. Only us. <laughs> Yeah, so Adobe stock has quite a lot of competition. Um, I actually use some Pond5 stuff occasionally. Um, I've used some stuff from Shutterstock. I've used some stuff from Adobe stock. Um, This feels actually kind of like quite a big move because they licensed so much to Adobe stock. I feel like it's going to feel kind of bare around there after this. Um, My guess is that Shutterstock is... uh, acquiring everything that they can so that eventually they can sell themselves to adobe for some like super inflated price and adobe will pay it because they're adobe um so i feel like this is leading to some you know shopping themselves around personally but uh i don't know it's curious to see yeah i mean adobe could use some more competition like on on all fronts adobe stock more competition is good um adobe software more competition is definitely good that's true i don't have any problem with it 
they are they're definitely king when it comes to the software space but um we will actually link below to all of our adobe alternatives uh if you guys are interested that um if you think uh adobe is not the latest and greatest then uh we have some other stuff you guys can go check out so we'll link that down in the show notes we have two more stories here to round out today's episode Mm -hmm. uh creative live local story Local story. This is uh, Pacific Northwest local, um, even though no matter where you are in the country or even the world, Creative Live is a great mm-hmm. um, online platform for people, but uh, their offices are here in Seattle. Yep. Yeah, it's a, it's a Chase Jarvis thing. He started uh, Creative Live. So um, yeah, shout out to our local guy Chase Jarvis. Yeah. So so yeah, what's 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 our what's our Creative Live headline? So uh Creative Live has acquired Wildest, which I am not familiar with. Um, but apparently they're of some note in uh the adventure like travel photography space, doing uh, offering courses around that content. Seems to be a good fit for Creative Live. So they're being acquired. I mean, they were founded in two thousand eighteen and then so they had just a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. And then COVID happened. Yeah. So yeah. if you haven't heard of them, that's probably fine. That's probably but uh, they do uh, they do uh, workshops from wildlife photography to drone photography to uh, brands um, photography. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they're kind of a cool niche uh, that is now under the Creative Live umbrella. Which I think we mentioned before, but this ultimately means that Fiverr is actually acquiring Wildest because Fiverr bought Creative Live a while back. So that's true, they did. So far, they're not messing with it, but so far, I'm concerned about that. I do have a bunch of Creative Live courses. Um, it's it's, it's a it's a good program. You should that's definitely cool. check them out. And the last one, and the one that we shill for in almost out. every episode round of this out. podcast. Round us out, Stuart. Lawa. I'm personally very mad about this headline. <laughs> Lawa has released. How dare you, Lawa? A new Pro How Blends. How dare you? I, after, after two years of waiting for a sale, <laughs> I finally get my hands on one and you release a brand new one. How dare you no it's uh it's exactly the same except it's got a little attachment at the end that allows it's basically a mirror that allows you to shoot 90 degrees yeah the so, peri probe so it is the exact same thing except you can get it into tighter spaces at different angles uh that cool is stuff lawa that is it so now do i need to wait for a sale and then i need to buy one of these and then you'll release a third one that's even better uh yeah that seems to be how tech works seems to be about right seems to be how tech works no we're we're still going through the paces trying to get ours to function yeah it functions but it it is it is a little bit of a pain off camera right now we're looking at it yeah um guest it is it is our guest speaker but uh no it it still has some vibration issues that we're trying to hammer out um and once we get everything locked down on that there will hopefully be a lot more uh probe footage on on my social media anyway for sure Maybe on your TikTok. Maybe on my TikTok. I already, I already have. I think at least one on my TikTok. But uh, cool. yeah. So, so that is kind of photo news that uh, if you guys have been living under a rock, you might have been missing <laughs> over mm. the past uh, couple of weeks. But um, yeah, that is our episode for today. Next week, we're going to come back with all of your listener questions, and then yes, we're we going to get into the groove with some of these more fabulous topics. Um, and then uh, very shortly, right around the corner, a grand episode one hundred, doing something special for that what are we going to do for that 
I don't know. We need to find out. <laughs> Wait, is it, if you guys have any ideas, uh, where can they send their ideas? Hello at photo-op.show. Yep. If you have any questions, ideas for uh, future shows, or if you want to tell us, please tell us what you think we should do for the Magic Episode 100. We'll probably take a uh, short break after that not too long since we kind of just took yeah. one although this break was not as relaxing as either of us no would it was have. not a oh, vacation definitely not a vacation no 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 so uh we will see you next week thank you guys so much for watching and uh listening um mm-hmm. and we'll see you then it's good to be back if you have questions or ideas for future episodes you can email us at hello at photo dash op Dot show. Watch us on Ben's YouTube channel at non-creative. As in om nom nom. Share this with a friend and you can listen to Photo Op anywhere podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Cause it's free.